Hello, hello. Howdy. I am Claudia. And I am the loaf. And you're back once again here. Back once again, and this is our Halloween episode. Ooh, creepy, creepy. Ooh, this yeah. is our Halloween episode, and um, yeah, we had to reschedule. I was actually going to bring a friend of ours in uh, Malibu. Hopefully, be in next week. Uh, we're going to have a special guest, a local uh, uh, rap rapper, hip hop artist who's been around forever. But uh, I was like, oh shit, October flew by so fast. We forgot. Yeah, this is our last before Halloween. So we put the, yeah, we, we were meaning to do a Halloween show. So we put together a, a, a Halloween show. That was our zombie set. It was our zombie set. Hella zombie set. Hella zombies. We started that out with uh, Harry Belafonte doing Zombie Jamboree. Yeah, that was <laughs> I don't think I don't think Harry got the the memo about like no zombies are supposed to be spooky, not yeah, not so happy like Mamba, but like I don't know, it's, it's happy zombie yeah, we're, we're in the cemetery <laughs> now. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> usually, usually a different approach. And then we did the Rocky Erickson, the the the, the, the late great Rocky Erickson with I walked with a zombie. From there, we went to Steve Gunn doing a cover of a Misfits, Misfits yeah. yeah, Misfits Astro, Astro Zombies. And yeah, it's funny. There's something even a little more like dooming about the like soulful kind of you know folk blues way he does that song. Yeah, you'd think it'd make it soft, but, but it, 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 it did not. It does. I mean, I love the original, and uh, but yeah, um, in keeping with the punk rock aesthetic of uh, a cover of a misfit song, we went into the Dickies with Infidel Zombie. You know, from to, 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 to depart from the punk rock vibe <laughs> <Yeah>. once again. <laughs> we went to Tom Petty with Zombie Zoo. Uh, and it's funny, I, I didn't, uh, we were actually researching uh, music and stuff for the show, and I, I don't know how that one ever, I don't remember that one. It's no, funny. that one, like, flew completely And I had that, out, like, I don't know how that one, like, I, I don't remember that one. Then what we did, uh, we did uh, Black Uhuru. With, yes, uh, what Anthem. Living Dead. Living Dead. Yeah. So, you know, and then, uh, mix it up even more, I guess. Yeah. And then we finished that set off with Miley Cyrus doing a cover of the Cranberry song, Zombie. Which again, like pleasantly surprised, uh, she, she it went a little harder yeah, than I it, thought it would. Yeah, yeah, I, I still prefer the original. I think we could file that how we did that one set. The um, covers that are definitely not better than the original, but like still have their own merit. Yeah, for sure. It, it's got her. It, she puts you know, doing it for no for no, but it definitely puts her own twist on it. And uh, I love them both. They're both great songs. For sure. Uh, we're playing a little. Uh, who's this? Uh, the the f oh, the Crimson Ghost. The Crimson Ghost. In the background. With a little uh, instrumental surfy versions of Misfit songs playing in the background there. Yep, yep, yep. And coming up next is Pet Cemetery by the Ramones. Enjoy. Yes.
through the streets of Soho in the rain. He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fuchs. Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein. kitchen door You better not let him in Little old lady got mutilated day last night Werewolves of London again Gent who ran a muck in Kent. Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair. You better stay away from him. He'll rip your lungs out, Jim. I'd like to meet his tailor. with the queen doing the werewolves of London I saw Lon Chaney Jr. walking with the queen doing the werewolves of London I saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's <laughs> We're back. I, fu- I, I fucked up. I, fu- I, I, I well, <laughs> Claudia won't take the fact that I won't accept a compliment, and I also won't not take the blame. I fucked up. I was the one that said it. I was the I was the Alec Baldwin in this situation. I will <laughs> I will take responsibility. I was the one that pulled the trigger here. It was not, in fact, the Ramones Pet Cemetery. It was supposed started. to be, but I the specials Ghost Town. We can sit here and have this argument in front of everybody. If you want. Like, no, it's my fault. It's my fault. So arguments are in our house. Yeah, right. You can't take a compliment. It's my fault. No, it's not. Um, and then we did the specials, Ghost Town. Right. And then that uh, good old-fashioned love song by Slayer, uh, Raining Blood, which uh, I don't know if anybody has caught the news. Uh, Phil Anselmo from Slayer, or from Pantera, is... Uh, Re- they're reforming Slayer with him singing. 
And I just, uh, I'm not a fan of Phil. You know, you start doing the Zig Heil on stage and screaming white power, I, you know, kind of lose interest in whatever you're doing. But I just, I don't even know if you can hit those high notes. Uh, it's just, um, yeah. I don't know, I might, I might listen to a track or two when it comes out, just to, like kind of how you would, like, when you go to see a bad movie. <laughs> right. Like, knowing you're going to hate it, but like, no, my friends are going, I want to hate this movie in the cinema. I want to see this. The first time I wouldn't I pay money for it. I might look it up on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't say pay money. Yeah, yeah, it's not like actually going to the theater. But, yeah. <laughs> right. And, of course, you're going to, fe- you know, it just felt right to follow up Slayer with Warren Zevon. Yeah, which is fun to say also, Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon hangs out with Bobby Blue Bland. And the Werewolves of London. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Good um, stuff, good stuff. We're having some fun here, yeah. Um, well, shit. Uh, yeah, we're going to keep this going. Uh, we're coming up now with a group who are friends of... friends of. Well, the, the children, the of, children, a friend, the children of, of an old friend of mine. Uh, the, a really awesome little punk rock band out of uh, Carrollton, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia area. Uh, Billy Bats and the Made Men. They did this one a year or so back. It's the... Um, Silver Shamrock, yes. little jingle from Halloween Three, it the is. last of the watchable Halloween movies, in yes. my my opinion. Um, but yeah, we're gonna start the next set off with that. I'm pretty sure, actually, this time that's what we're starting. Yes, off with. correct. I'm looking. I'm looking <laughs> at it on the uh, yes, yeah, banking on this one. Whoa. Mind the whole model fabric of society. Oh, Mr. Holmes. Oh, Mr. Holmes. Tell me, what do you deduce? Oh, Sherlock Holmes. What do you deduce? Well, my dear Watson, if you're asking me. The answer to your question is elementary. There's a hellhound on the loose. What, Holmes? That's what I deduce. Hellhound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a hellhound on the loose. That's what I deduce. Oh. Well, by the prince of these paws, there's a hellhound on the loose. Don't much like the sound of that, Holmes. Better stay indoors. Keep off the moors. Rather. Double boats, bare of your doors. Here's a pounding skulls beneath his paws. Cracking bears between his jaws. Well, there's a hellhound on the loose. That's what I deduce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock. 
my dear Watson. Astonishing, Holmes. You better ask my mama how to make a monster.
Hello. Howdy. Well, dang, I like that set. That set was a lot of fun. That was fun. a great set. Yeah, that was Billy Bats and the Made Man with uh, the uh, from the Halloween Three. It's the uh, oh, Silver Shamrock. The Silver Shamrock jingle. Silver Shamrock. We went in from that to the Headcoats with uh, My Dear Watson. Hey, My Dear Watson. That was a great song. There's a hellhound on the loose. It was perfect. But yeah, the loaf today was like, oh, I know the perfect song. And then he paired it with the next one. So that was the Cramps, a uh, creature from the Black Leather Lagoon. And that was just a great transition for me. I uh, yeah, it, it w- they went together really good. It, like I, I like that. That's a, that's a that's definitely a mix for the desert or some of the next road trip we take. That'd yeah, be, for sure. Uh, those, those those sound real fine together. Yeah. And Creature from the Black Leather Lagoon, of course, inspired by the movie uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. One of my favorites. It's a great movie. We watched that uh, not too long ago. Uh, revisited it, and. Uh, Man, fucking people, human beings. <laughs> Humans are garbage. They, they go into, um, I think it's supposed to be in South America somewhere, right? Like in the Amazon yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, filmed in Florida. If I remember yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a, and it's a bunch, of, a bunch of honkies going out, and like, there's this creature. Like, let's hunt it. And like, one of their people dies. We have to hunt it more. Like, you could just go. You came, <laughs> right? to, you came to his neighborhood. And the first half of the movie. Tell him about this. He wasn't even a monster. What, what? No, we were <laughs> we were watching it the last time, <laughs> and uh, the loaf Pete was like, because the monster every time he appears, you first see his little like swampy paw, <laughs> you know, up on the bank or up on the boat. <laughs> like, that's, like pretty much like the first yeah. like half of the movie. That's yeah, all like, you see is the yeah. swampy paw, <laughs> and you were like. He never wanted to hurt anybody. He just wanted to be a hand model. He was an aspiring <laughs> hand model. And a bunch of these little colonist fucking backwards, you know, quote unquote scientists want to come down and, 
Yeah, they had every chance to just like leave turn the alone. boat around and leave. And uh, yeah, they just uh, kept fucking with it. And uh, you did a in one of your notebooks. You did a, a I love it. It was a little illustration of a little QVC ad yeah, with, like, with like like jewelry or something. Yeah, right? it had like the little swampy paw on a pillow, like with <laughs> jewelry. For well, nineteen ninety five. On an old school TV. And his name is Jeff. Let's just stop calling mm-hmm. him Creature from the Black Leather. Black he Lagoon, has a Black name. Leather. His name is Jeff. Jeff Humphrey. He's <laughs> he's a nice guy. You know, he's, he's he you know, well. Yeah, he got into the hand model business. I yeah. don't think it worked out too far for him in the end. But, uh, yeah. And Florida has those, like, protect your land laws, right? Where you can, like, shoot somebody. Right. That's true. He was standing like, his ground if they ever were. Yeah. He was totally standing his oh, ground. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with Jeff on this <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, Totally. I think in a f- in the future we should pair this song with uh, "I Want to Be a Male Model." <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, a yeah. Halloween theme, but in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as, uh, yeah. For the desert trip. Well, you know? we've got a carpenter <laughs> band that Sean loaned us. We can actually make a note of it. Because um, you should write things down. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of the things that uh, David Lynch in the really great interview. What do you have for advice for aspiring artists? Whatever. Ideas. You gotta write them down. If you don't write them down, they escape you. And it was like it was like the craziest so thing. True like, but it was like it was like it was like just like how an epiphany can be like the most common fucking sense. Like, oh, write an idea down. I try to remember shit. Right. Yeah, we're, we're probably already r- forgot about the transition we were talking about on, on a future show. Like, but yeah, write your ideas down. Get you a little book. You know, little scribbles. Doesn't have to be a you know a complete outline or an essay or anything. But write your ideas down. Where's that feedback coming from? I don't know. Right, I, don't know. I, think my, yeah. I think it's I think it's right from my from my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those nights. Yeah, we went from the cramps to groovy ghoulies with graveyard girlfriend. Uh, from there we went to the queers with night of the living queer. Yes, yes, not quite a horror song, but close enough. You know, you know. Plus we like the queers. And we like the queers. Um, Dead Kennedys Halloween. Followed by the Misfits Halloween, you know, just get the Halloween shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right, we went out. deep on the zombie set, but, you know, just straight up Halloween. I think there's some more mention of it in the coming sets, but, uh, yeah, that was the... Uh, yeah, we're keeping it spooky. Keeping it... Well, keeping it I don't know. Keeping it Harry <laughs> Belafonte spooky <laughs> up in here, yeah. Spooky. We do the mambo spooky. We do the mambo spooky. Do the mambo spooky with me. <laughs> People like to dance at Halloween parties, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my apologies to Sean, who was the DJ before us. Um, we were talking about our set, and we are talking about his set, and he's like, oh, you got a zombie set? You got to do Zombie Wolf. And that's a great song, and I love it. I have stories about that song. It's so great. But uh, we're doing a different Zappa song later. But my apologies to Sean, if you're listening. We will, <laughs> um, in but some way or fashion, be, be we'll find a way to play that next week during Malibu's stay here with us. But... Yeah. Uh, Let's uh, fire up some more music before I keep talking. All right. Sounds good. Oh, man, Trey, look up at the sky. It's a full moon on the Sabbath. This is scary. Break it down. I was working late on my half Torah. When I heard a knock on my bedroom door, I opened it up 
And to my surprise, there was a werewolf standing there with glowing gold eyes. He says, tomorrow, my son, you will be a man. But tonight's the time to join the Wolfen clan. clan. Tomorrow, you will stand at the beamer and pray. But tonight, let's gaze at the moon and bathe. Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. All right, that was that was great, Trey. Okay, it's over. That's a wrap. Oh. The next day, what happened? The trauma didn't teach. Oh, this I got up in front of everyone to give my little speech. Then my teeth turned into fangs and my nails into claws. And I nearly dropped the Torah when my hands turned into paws. I growled and I roared and my rabbi did as well. It was a fucking werewolf zoo at Temple Beth Emanuel. Hey, man, where'd you learn all these Jewish words? My manager, Harvey Lemmings. Werewolf vomits for spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. I don't. I, I just don't think this. The idea of the song can sustain itself for that long. It doesn't. It seems a little sweaty now. So this whole premise is sweaty. We had a reception at the Lachman Country Club. They served a real nice brisket and an eight-foot party sub. I danced with my cousins. I got money from my folk. We had a lot of fun making circumcision jokes. Then I remembered the premise of my song. I was at a nice reception, but the werewolf part was gone. So we pulled ourselves together and we're wolfmen again. Just in time for Monster Fight to begin. No. The country club employees were brain-sucking pack. Who had all turned into zombies and were on the attack. No. So we fought them and some Draculas and Frankensteins too. Cause you gotta love Bar Mitzvah even if you're not an art. There's no such thing we're as Frankensteins. Steins. There's no plural of Frankenstein. Men. men becoming wolves. Werewolf for Kooky, hairy. Boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. I don't want this. I don't like this. This is scary. Turning into werewolves and stuff. You know? you know? I got excited when I saw a poodle on the streets the other day.
welcome to the place where all the creatures meet. The last building to your left on the dead end street. To find skeleton bones outside in the pavement. And torture chambers down in the basement. Cobwebs hanging over your head. Music being played by the Grateful Dead. And spinning on the turntables back to back. was no other than my main man, Wolfman Jack. The MC of the night, rapping to the tunes. What's the creature? From the Black Lagoon. There's a sign on the door that can't be missed. The gates enter, but at your own risk. Been reported going in the haunted house, but never again seen coming out. You ask me if it's true, I'll leave it up to you. Here's an invite, I hope I see you tonight. For weeks and weeks, we invited in all kinds of creeps like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the Adams family, and the Monster Five. The Invisible Man, where could he be? We know he got inside the party free. One of these days, they're gonna catch him red handed, not for sneaking in free, for being a booty man. The bartender was cute, but kind of hairy, and Dracula was killing those bloody Marys. He got drunk as a skunk, started trouble all night, but everybody knew his bark was bigger than his bite. It was the only place for you to be. The first 200 wishes in the party were free. And all was well until the clock struck 12. Everybody jumped up and started raising hell. And then turn it to the fucking feet. Frankenstein was there with some crazy looking chick. I think he said her name was Voodoo on a stick. She had a big fat head and a skinny body. I wouldn't be caught with her alone. There's no one at a party. Ego was there with the monster crew. I've seen everybody there except you. Why didn't you come? Weren't you prepared? Or could it be that you were scared? It's just not fair that you couldn't be there because you really missed a lot. I'm telling you, we really brought the place down at the haunted house of rock. Can't you see I'm trying to sneak out of here? Alright, man. 
let's break up. This place is crazy. I'm here. Yo, Ecstasy, which way you gonna run, man? This way or that way? Yo, man, let's just get out of here. Don't make no difference which way you run. Yes, it do. Why? Because I don't want to run over you. Just keep a hey! 
Remember it right, and we had just gotten back off tour last night. So the gang and I thought that it would be groovy if we summon up the posse and dumb rush the movies. I got Angie, Jeff got Tina, Ready Rock got some girl I've never seen in my life. That was alright because the lady was chill. Then we dipped to the theater set to film. We saw Elm Street, and man, it was death. And everything seemed alright when we left. But when I got home and laid down to sleep, began the nightmare, but on my street. It was burning in my room like an oven. My bed so was sweat, and man, I was bugging. I checked the clock, it had stopped at 12.30. It had melted, it was so darn hot, and I was thirsty. I went downstairs to grab some juice or a coat, flip the TV off, and then I almost when I heard this awful voice coming from behind, it said, Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was. Broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long, cuz. Got halfway up the block, I calmed down and stopped screaming. Then thought, oh, I get it, I must be dreaming. I strolled back home with a grin on my grill. I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill. I walked in the house, the big, bad, fresh prince. But Freddy killed all that noise real quick. Here's what we'll do. We got a lot of work here, me and you. The souls of your friends, you and I will claim. You got the body, and I got the brain. I said, yo, Fred, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody. 
be honest, man, this team won't work. The girls won't be on you, Fred, your face is all burned. I pat him on the shoulder, said thanks for stopping by. Then I opened up the door and said, take care, guy. He got mad, drew back his arm, and slashed my shirt. I laughed at first and thought, hold up, that hurt. It wasn't a dream, man, this guy was for real. I said, Freddy, uh, how it's been an awful mistake here. No further words, and then I darted upstairs. Crashed through my door, then jumped on my bed. It was a whole new day, I thought. <laughs> I wasn't scared of him anyway. Until I noticed those rips in my sheets, and that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street. Chucky, wanna play? I told you sides was this shit, that's why I murdered your nieces. Was my fault they found their head cutting 88 pieces. Don't let them run, hurry up and catch them. You grabbing all my grabbing them, let's pull till we stretch them. Play pussy, get fucked, means you're better off dead. I wanna see food, so I fished in a child's head. Motherfuckers beware, cause I'm sick. Dead heads and frog legs, mmm, cake mix. Friday the 13th, the night of the living dead. Vampire arms walking around, giving niggas head. If you didn't die, I would say you got lucky. All bodies found dead, fuck it, blame it on Chucky. But it's this child's play, motherfucker. Chuck's on a killing spree. Give me some bob and I'll start by killing me. When I murder, I try to slack off. 900 missiles blow little girls back off. My name is Chucky. Some say I'm insane. You give me some gin and I might eat a dog's brain. Give me a motherfucking 15 pack and I'll be damned if I don't bring 15 dead niggas back. A murder contest, you know I'll win it. Cause in every mailbox, there'll be a head with a knife in it. I'm getting hungry, I need to be fed. I feel like eating a bag of barbecue broke legs Busting necks with a motherfucking brick Half my body is chucky The other half is bushwick 
A short nigga always pumping some lead. I haven't figured out a way to get my fist out your forehead. What up, get up, sit up, you get lit up. A knife in his neck made a polar bear spit up. A nine or Uzi is my only utensils. Inside his chest they found 10,000 pencils. You have the nerve to try to go against Chuck. The 50 guns aiming at you, how the fuck you gonna duck? Yo, when I'm mad, I'm ready to slay. The graveyards are packed, but it ain't nothing but child's play. judgment will the four defendants please rise and approach the bench trust me guys it's all under control the judge is my uncle he'll take you to family oh yeah don't forget my son okay i understand you guys are pleading insanity claiming demonic spirits possess you to do these hideous murders Please explain to this court how these so-called spirits may do it to these raving madmen. Bear witness as I exercise my exorcism. The evil that lurks within the sin, the terrorism. Possess my evil spirits, voices from the dead. I come forth with grave diggers in a head full of dread. I've been examined ever since I was semen. They took a sonogram and seen the image of a demon. At birth, nurses surrounded me with needles and drugged me all up with the diseases of evil. Grew up in hell, now I dwell in an Islamic temple. I'm fighting a holy war in the mental. Look deep in my eyes, you see visions of death. Possessed by homicide is what I am obsessed. Giving niggas brain dimples. Dragging their asses on my hook by their temples. The cause of death is unknown to the cops. Cause when I kill them, I'm not leaving one element to a top. First I'll assassinate him, and then I cremate him. Then take all of his fucking ashes and evaporate him. Or creep through the graveyard and hunt down your tombstone. Dig up your skeleton and stomp all your fucking bones. You try to haunt me, nigga, I ain't trying to hear it. Buck, 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 I give your ass a holy spirit. Problems first began. The year 84, November, day 10, overwhelmed by 
the wicked inspirations of an evil gen. I realized my ideas has spawned for 400 years of blood, sweat, and tears. I saw the torture, brutal murder of my father. So my brain became stained with the horror. I'm having reoccurring nightmares of being soaking wet, strapped down to the electric chair. I got tackled with handcuffs and shackles and restraint in the bottom of a holy tabernacle. They gave me nothing to eat for two weeks and saw my eyelids open so I couldn't sleep. About to die from thirst, that's when the minister pinched my jaws with a cold glass of vinegar. Upon my wounds, they seasoned me with salt and knelt my hands and feet to the form of a cross. Ah, I cried as the blood dripped inside of my eye, refusing to die. Visions of hell tormented my fate, so I chewed my fucking arm off and made an escape. No way, no way, goddammit. Calm down, people. Please calm down. Let us please proceed with the defendant's explanation. Into the realms of understanding and take good heed and you could bleed while I'm scanning. Three stages of pure hell, 60 cages of red cells. Raindrops hit the pearls. Path is dull and narrow. You stalk by shadow. I pierce your skull with a fucking arrow. So narrow, only one could enter at a time. Stuck in the center, read the signs. A thousand doors to choose. You better hurry. Don't stop. Shit is getting hot as a pot of curry. On your right side, there's fire. Your left, deep waters. Watch your step, there's deep waters. What's that coming through the floor? Is a claw. Took this fucking ass to the fucking core. Dark conditions, I stone you till I see sparks and frictions. I chop you like a coal miner, then combine the drug and mix it with your blood. Some more, I give you some more and watch you crawl. Guts hit the floor, worms exit your pores. I trick you, I, then I'm quick to syringe. Deep between my thoughts that bust out your skin. You scream, portraits of inflictable pain. You can't stand, you're up to your hands in quicksand. You're sinking and sinking deep into the earth. Thoughts was possessed since the first day of birth. My mental says it's my turn to possess the matter. Stab you at a dagger of Jacob's ladder. Thoughts become shattered, confused and tragic. Fiery thoughts of grave diggers. Guilty. Next case. I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't afraid I, of, I mean, no one asked, but I ain't afraid of no ghost. Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, well, that was, uh, that was quite the set. A, r from ridiculous to awesome, and and that's what that's just through every track itself. <laughs> right. Uh, what did we start that off? We with? started that off with Tracy Morgan uh, from, and this was a, a joke from Thirty Rock doing Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Uh, yeah, we were surprised that it was an actual song. Uh, Claudia found it when we were looking for... Uh, I was just looking for the clip. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like for, the, yeah for, a, for a little segue, but it was like, you know, they only used four seconds of it in the show. I had to go look at it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Apparently, they made a whole song, and the whole song <laughs> yeah, is great. So uh, it belonged here with us. Yeah, from there we went to Houdini with Haunted House of Rock. Uh, yes, we did. We did uh, Run DMC Ghostbusters. As I mentioned, I Ain't Afraid of No Ghosts. No. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince with Nightmare on My Street. <laughs> Another classic. <laughs> Absolutely. From the Ghetto Boys with uh, Chucky, which um, I don't know if you've uh, heard about this. Uh, I guess there's, I, I haven't watched it myself, and I have no plans to, but apparently there's a Chucky 
TV series uh, out there, the current one that's going on. And um, Chuck, Chucky uh, came forward uh, last week's episode, and uh, the young boy he kind of like teams with in the show is like, oh, but my friend is gay. Something, someone's gay. Like, do you have a problem with that? And he's like, oh, no, I have a queer son. I have a non-binary son. Like, I'm not a monster. <laughs> so, so as my friend Lee put it uh, earlier this week, you, you find allies in places you never thought you would. But, uh, you know, as progressive as uh, Chucky is, there's you know, wish, wish a lot of other people would wake up to things. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, uh, Ghetto Boys with Chucky. Um, then we did Grave Diggers. Diary of a Madman. Yes. Uh, Riz's... Uh, Really great band before Wu-Tang. Kind of a prototype uh, of Wu-Tang in a way. They had like four or five members. It was a great thing. Good stuff. Definitely some good stuff. Me and Claudia were going to... I was asking you, what what is a... a, Tell us a memorable Halloween (laughs) trick-or-treating story. I do have a memorable Halloween trick-or-treating story. When I was 13 and in the ninth grade, my friend Keith said to, you know, like, let's go trick-or-treating. I was like, no, we're too old. He's like, no, girl, this is like the last year that we can get away with this and get free candy. I was like, no, you know what? You're right. Let's do this. So a group of us got together, and we I, I should preface this by saying that we were not the popular kids at school <laughs> <laughs> at all. We were like the misfit weirdos. We were like we were this conglomeration of just like every just weird kid. And uh, we all went trick-or-treating together. And we're going through, and we're doing all right. And then we get to this one house, and the door opens, and apparently all the popular kids at school were throwing a giant house party. And it was at this house that we had just knocked on. So the girl opens the door and she's like, oh my God, don't you go to school with us? And opens the door further and it's just like our entire class and then older people, like just everybody just staring at us and we didn't know what to do. And so we turned and started to run. But as we turned and started to run, I tripped over my costume and face planted oh in front of all of these kids. So needless to say, I was also not popular after Halloween. <laughs> but surprisingly, like, it it was like something out of a John Hughes movie, like for real, you know? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. But it's, funny it's, enough, it didn't stick with me. Like, I don't remember going to school that following Monday and having everybody being like, we saw you. Nobody gave a shit, uh, which I guess is good. Well, that was their first time grade. getting wasted and making yeah, like, right. lifelong mistakes. You know? Exactly. So, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, 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 that one chick, like, face planting and that thing, it's a, it's a side note. Yeah, exactly. They went back to making out or something, yeah, yeah, you know, right. like, doing whatever cool kids do at parties. Well, my, well, my, well, my, my Halloween trick-or-treating story is uh, a little a little different. Yeah, uh, um, hopefully not as much of a... I didn't mean to bum everybody out. I think it's funny Well, no, my, my, there's, there's definitely a bummer to, to the story, but, it, I mean, like, I think as much of a bummer as it is, it, it, it ends on um, a good note. Um I believe I was in sixth grade. It was either fifth or sixth grade, but I'm thinking it's sixth grade. That um, my mom, she she came home from work. We were both leaving my grandparents' house, and she's like, "Are you going? You're not going trick or treating?" And I, I lived in this like small town, like Brooks, 832 people. There's like 500 and something now. It's it's a tiny little place, and um, I was like, "Well, there's no, I don't know. I'm not, you know." And I had weird masks and stuff. I could I could throw anything to you. She's like, "No, we're going trick or treating. We're we're gonna go to Peachtree City." It was like, like what's a full bar town, right? <laughs> oh, oh no, we got some full bars and just good candy and just like subdivisions, like with like every little little McMansion, like you know, ten feet from the other one. So um, I put on a Ronald Reagan rubber mask I'd had for a little while, 
and my Freddy Krueger glove and a green and black striped sweatshirt. And my whole thing was like, I'm cutting taxes, ah, you know, or something. And my mom, who was like, she was actually shorter than me at this point, but we both were like, by most people's standards, probably a little too tall to be trick-or-treating, you know. So we went to Peachtree City, and we filled, we almost had two pillowcases filled up with candy. And there's one house nobody is going to. There's lines to get up to the house in every other house. And the lights are on. They got a pumpkin out. You know, I, we don't understand why this is not a, a house people are going to. So we go up. And Peachtree City in uh, you know, South Fayetteville, Georgia, is a very, 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 very white place. And we went up, and it was an African-American family. And this little girl dressed up like maybe three or four years old, like a little fairy princess. We came up, and the parents were just, the first thing they said before we could even say trick-or-treat. was like, oh, my God. She thought no one was going to come. Everyone was avoiding that house because there were black people that moved into our fancy white neighborhood. And me and my mom at this point, you know, had scored like two pillowcases full of like, you know, you're saying like full bars, good candy, you know. Um, there was maybe two apples in the whole damn thing, you know, raisins, nothing. It was it was all good candy because, you know, rich people like to show out, except when they're doing courtesy to their neighbors, you know, right. on the basic human level. And um, I, I, she was a little younger. She was like in third grade. I don't know. No, she's younger. She was probably like in preschool, like in kindergarten. But my mom started talking to the parents and just like making them feel comfortable and like, no, no, whatever, you know. And um, I, I took uh, my bag and uh, let her pick some candy out. And we traded bags. And she obviously just had candy from her house. And at the end, uh, I remember... One of the greatest things my mom ever did, we're walking out, my mom just leaves the bag of candy right next to the little bowl out front, and we just keep walking. So I was like, all right, these guys are assholes, but you get, you get all the best candy. So we went out there, and I just spelunk it for you, but no. And there were, and, oh, I remember, awesome. I remember uh, the dad gave, I was like, do you drink? <laughs> and my mom's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember just, you know, just, to, just, just to plant it in the 80s for you. He went to the fridge and got her a, a like a Michelob dry or something. <laughs> right. I remember there was a Michelob and like, oh, oh, with a little foil on it like they used to have. Nice. But it was just like, you know, we were just clowning with with Halloween. And uh, it just, it just uh, yeah, it just felt good to like, oh, fuck it. We're giving you most of our candy. That's so sweet. And that's good. Yeah. And going back to the moral, I mean, your your mom and you excluded, like, humans are garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that was also the time I remember my mom was inappropriate and horrible in other ways. I was actually saying this with a joint in my hand. My mom was taking a little hit off her roach on the way home. I, rem I was remembering this part of the story. And she was like, <laughs> you know, holding in the cough, you know? Right. And, uh. I asked my mom as I cracked her ass up. I was like, "What does it sound like to be double jointed?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> but in stereo. <laughs> and then, like, she she couldn't have. Like, she laughed her ass off. So you were always funny. <laughs> yeah, looks aren't everything. Nah, stop. All right, we should keep this boat going. Oh yeah, we only got a little bit of time. We, we do. We, we do. We don't want to cut any more songs. We, yeah. we we brought more than we could play. So um, what's next is uh, Black Sabbath.
Stop. Woke up 
time here but uh, let's go through that that was black sabbath children of the grave into primus with Candyman from the charlie and the chocolate factory thing gabby lala with boogie woogie man in a black dress we're now currently listening to frank zappa with zombie wolf and uh here we got malibu in the studio he's gonna be with us next week you sound so professional <laughs> what you what you got for us next week malibu you know yeah? well well my mic's kind of low. I like to hear my voice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, next Tuesday night I'll be doing some of my music that I I freestyled, and it all has a story context to each track. So I'll be explaining to the listeners exactly how I was inspired to do these these, these musical lyrical tracks. Awesome. And I'm hoping that uh, people tune in. Yeah, I've Next heard you freestyling at the house. I'm, I'm interested to, to hear what you got. Yeah, it'll be gravy. Ain't nobody going to say maybe. They're going to love me like baby. <laughs> so tune in next week for Malibu. Until then, do nothing. Yeah, and Frank Zappa's going to take us out. In the spirit of Christmas is there everywhere. Before you know it, you'll friends with us all. And you
That's a serious subject underwear. I haven't, I, I uh, didn't get much sleep last night thinking about underwear. Have you ever stopped to consider underwear in the abstract? When you really dig in. The secret of my endurance. I still get letters in the mail, mostly from crack-up men in tiny rooms with factory jobs or no jobs, or living with whores or no women at all. No hope, just booze and madness. I get most of their letters on lined paper, written with an unsharpened pencil or in ink, in tiny handwritings that slant down to the left. And the paper is most often torn, usually halfway up the middle. And they say they like my stuff. I've written from where it's at. They recognize it truly. I've given them some chance, some recognition of where it's at. It's true, I was there, even worse off than most of them. But I wonder if they realize where their letter arrived. Well, it is dropped into a box on a wire fence behind a six-foot hedge in a long driveway to a two-car garage, rose garden, fruit trees, animals, a beautiful woman, mortgage about half paid after years residence, a new car, two cars, fireplace and a green rug two inches deep, with a young boy to write my stuff now. <laughs> I keep him in a ten-foot square cave with a typewriter. Feed him whiskey and raw horse. Belt buckle him pretty good, three or four times a week. I'm 60 years old now, and the critics say my step is getting better than ever. my medicine cabinet, the winter fly has died of old age. Well, here I am, 2 p.m.
What day is it? Black, black plastic. She looks like a dog barking at heaven. Muni radio diagram. Prayer beads on the holy book. My knees are cold. Morning frost, the cats step slowly. No telegram today, only more leaves fell. of the Gandharvas is full of aging young couples. Early morning yellow flowers, thinking about the drunkards of Mexico. National scene, late afternoon sun in those trees. Nightfall, boy smashing dandelions. August moon. Oh, I got a boil on my thigh. 